Welcome to Horror and More with Anya Gore. I am your horror mistress, Anya Gore. And today is a little bit of a different podcast episode because not only am I podcasting the audio, I am doing video. And this is going to be added to my new YouTube channel that is going to start having more and more content. So today's episode kind of came to me last minute and the reason it came to me last minute is yesterday Melissa Morbid X from Malevolent Productions had posted that she wanted to get into some more horror movies and I decided to give her a long list and let me tell you it's pretty long (laughs) but I decided I wanted to share this list of recommended horror movies to you because not only is there one of every main genre, but there's subgenre horror recommendations in there as well. And I wanted to note and point out some of the reasons why I recommended some of these films. Um, I haven't seen all of them, and I will tell you why. And these are recommended movies that I kind of catered to her because I know she had seen some of the movies that I would have recommended, but I still wanted to share it because it's a pretty fucking good list. <laughs> So I'm going to just quickly give you an overview of the main categories of horror. And I actually have a prior episode that I will link that you can listen to where I break down all of the main genres and then the subgenres. So there are, let me see here, five main genres, really, really high level. We're talking about killer, we're talking about psychological horror, we've got the paranormal, monsters, and then gore. And each one of those I broke down to subgenres, and this is, you can Google this information yourself, there are so many people that will break those down into even more subgenres. I just kind of broke it down into a very basic subgenre list because there are so many movies on this list already. So we're going to start off with killer and the first is going to be slasher. So aside from the obvious ones, you know, Halloween, Friday the 13th, I wanted to pick a couple movies that were either lesser known or that had a different style of slasher to them that that wasn't just the obvious slasher style like the knife and you know, the the Jasons taking other weapons and using them at the moment. So I picked two. The first one is a foreign to me. It's a French film. And the original title of it was called High Tension. And they've renamed it Switchblade Romance. This movie is considered extreme horror or extreme gore to some people. I personally don't think it is. Um, and that's not not just because my name is Anya Gore. I actually can't stomach a lot of torture or gore. So when I saw this one, of course, there are some scenes that are a little hard to watch. But this is just a very different, unique take on a slasher. And I'm not going to tell you anything more because it's just very interesting. Really cool twist in it. Uh, there are subtitles, so prepare yourself for that. If you have a hard time reading or can't read while you're doing something else. Uh, The second slasher movie that I recommended is called Haunt. 
this could go into a bevy of various genres and subgenres, but I put it in slasher because if you pull out the main element of what this film is about, it's a slasher film. Yes, there's a haunt element to it, like a haunted house. There's also a, a home invasion style. It could go under phobias or, or paranoia or, you know, I guess you could almost put it into the occult subgenre as well. But I put it under slasher because at the end of the day, what they're doing is what a slasher does. So Switchblade Romance and Haunt are my slasher recommendations. The next killer subgenre is redneck. And there are so many redneck movies, horror movies that I would recommend, but I wanted to narrow it. Like I like I said again to to, to ones that maybe Melissa hadn't seen or ones that are less obvious. So I chose two. The first is a very classic, The Hills Have Eyes. Um that or the remake. The remake isn't as good, but it's still pretty fun to watch if you're looking for that redneck killer to kind of satisfy that urge that you have. Uh, the other one is an Australian outback movie called Wolf Creek. This also I've seen on some lists of extreme horror. Um, it definitely has extreme elements to it, but I put it in the redneck category because it not only is it based on a true story, which is absolutely terrifying, but it does encompass a lot of what the redneck horror genre encompasses. And in a different way, it's less obvious redneck, but it still is redneck. So I highly recommend. So The Hills of Eyes or Wolf Creek. Then we went into animals. And I didn't want to do you know, the obvious ones are Jaws, Anaconda. So I chose one really classic horror film called Cujo. It is, it's good. It's an undeniably good movie. It's scary. There isn't a lot to it. Uh, it keeps you engaged. And people have a real fear of dogs and dogs that have gone rabid like that. So it's good. I recommend that. I added two more movies to this category that aren't typical animal killers. Um, and they are The Cabin in the Woods. Again, this this is one of my favorite movies. It's in my top 10 for sure. And it could go under so many of these categories, but I decided to put it into animal and I'm not going to tell you why because it's part of the reveal. Uh, but watch it and it will take some time for you to see the animal involvement but it's worth it. I promise. And then um, The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing is good. Again, could fit so many categories. I mean, most of these horror movies can fit a trillion categories, <laughs> but I put this one into Animal because that was one of my takeaways from it was a lot of the, you know, supernatural and then the animal horror. So really recommend Cujo, Cabin in the Woods, or The Thing. Going into the next category, psychological horror. This is one of my favorites, but not quite my favorite category. Broken down into three subcategories. Paranoia Madness, Home Invasion, 
and phobia. Home invasion is one of my favorites, by the way. It actually gets me scared a little bit. Uh, so the two I recommended for paranorm- paranoia and madness are Possessor. If you have not seen this movie, it will blow your mind. It's a mind fuck. It's intellectual. The acting is incredible. The direction was really good. The writing is fabulous. Highly recommend Possessor. And then I also put as my second choice, Get Out. Because a lot of people commented how this movie wasn't scary. It's a terrifying movie. And just because you may not be able to connect with the horror of it doesn't mean it's an undeniably scary movie. It is in the paranoia madness realm for sure. Jordan Peele's Get Out. Highly recommend it. The next category, home invasion. I watch a lot of home invasion films because it's one of the few genres that actually brings back that adrenaline rush from when I was a child and I actually feel a little bit scared. It's the kind of movies that when I watch them at home, I look behind me and I'm like, oh my God, is there someone coming into my house right now? Uh, So I had to really narrow this list down and I put it to three I did Your Next, which is one of my favorite films, again, in my top 10. Could hit so many other categories, but I did Home Invasion because that's the basic premise, is family gets attacked (laughs) in their home. Uh, I also put Don't Breathe. This is a different take of a home invasion because... There are so many um, additional subplots to this that once you kind of get into it, you're really taken aback and it's actually terrifying. And then my third uh, choice for Home Invasion is Hush. I loved this film. I thought it definitely had some flaws, but it was entertaining and it was quite scary watching this from a deaf person's perspective, even though there were elements of it that don't necessarily fit the deaf community. Um, But if you want to listen to my review, I actually did a movie review on this one as well. So your next Don't Breathe Hush are my recommendations for Home Invasion. Uh, The last psychological horror category is Phobia. I can't even tell you how many there are for phobias. You know, there's people are scared of clowns and spiders. There's so many. But I narrowed it to two kind of lesser known phobias. The first is Oculus, which is the fear of mirrors. There are people that are quite, quite scared of mirrors. And that's a real phobia to them. And I would imagine that would be quite scary. And so the way that this film was done for this phobia they embraced it very very well and they added all of these other elements to it in the supernatural realm so highly recommend oculus and the other is the descent the idea of being stuck in a cave with creatures oh scary sorry scary (laughs) i know this one is in a lot of people's top lists so oculus and the descent are my recommendations for phobia Next category, paranormal. I love this category too. And the subgenres of of paranormal are ghosts, spirits, haunted houses, possessions, demon slash hell, 
witches slash occult and supernatural power. I will just say witches slash occult is my favorite genre of horror of all time. So my two recommendations for ghosts and spirits are It Follows. If you have not seen this movie, what are you doing? This movie is definitely in my top 10. It is so good. There are a couple jump scares and the ghosts and spirits that are happening and that's involved with this storyline is actually pretty scary. There's some good jump scares for sure. Um, My other recommendation, if you have not seen it, again, what are you doing? (laughs) You're a horror buff. Watch these films. It's called The Wailing. It's very long. I'm going to start that out by saying that I didn't go into it knowing this. So there were a couple moments where I was like, oh my God, you're at slow burn. But this movie encompasses so much more than ghosts and spirits. It probably encompasses almost every genre and subgenre of horror. And it is a slow burn. But the payoff is so, so worth it. It's so good. Do not sleep on the wailing. Next category, Haunted House. I'm not a big fan of Haunted House films myself, but there are so many and people seem to love them. So I picked two that might be on main lists or may not be. So The Others, a lot of people have seen this movie. It's good. Even Nicole Kidman was good in it. The twist is good in it. It involves children. It's a good Haunted House movie. I recommend it. And the other haunted house movie that I absolutely adore is The Night House. This is a recent one. Everything about this movie, with the exception of the very end, was so well done. And you will enjoy every minute of it. There are jump scares. The acting is fucking phenomenal. Just fucking phenomenal. And the writing was really, really good. And there's not many characters in this film, but it will satisfy your haunted house for sure. Next, we're on to possession movies. So aside, obviously, from The Exorcist, which, you know, is one of the scariest films I think of all time. I'm not even going to bother putting that on the list. I just had to note it. Um, St. Maud. If you have not seen St. Maud, I recommend it. It is quiet, but impactful. It's slower with a really great payoff. And I, I did a review of this one as well with the Witchery Podcast. Go take a listen. It was really fun to, to podcast with those two ladies. Uh, a movie that... The next one I'm going to recommend is a movie that I saw a long time ago and it made me quite creeped out then. I don't know that it would have the same hold up power now, but I'm going to recommend it as The Exorcism of Emily Rose because it's creepy. It's, you know, in the same realm, I guess, of as The Exorcist, but the, the main actress actually learned to contort her body in certain positions that are undeniably scary. So when you're watching this movie, go into it really trying to put yourself into the the shoes of her and what she's going through. The last possession movie that I recommend is The Omen. Not the newer one, the original one. Something about a child being possessed is just simply scary. So St. Maud, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and The Omen. 
Next subcategory is demon slash hell. I adore these two movies. And if you haven't seen them, fucking run. So the first one is Drag Me to Hell. Sam Raimi fucking nails it. Nails it with this movie. It's funny. It's creepy. It's weird. It's dark. It's got body horror. It's just, the writing's good. The acting's good. It's just good. If you haven't watched Drag Me to Hell, drag yourself to go see it now. (laughs) Um, And the other movie that I really highly recommend is the movie Host from 2020. There are a whole bunch of movies called Host, but this is the one where it is a collective of women that are talking to each other via Zoom or Skype or whatever online platform it is watch it. It's really good and solid. I was really surprised by this one. So drag me to hell and host. Next category, my favorite category, witches and occult. I have to give credit to Rosemary's Baby, which I am going to very quickly, briefly mention here. I am actually going to start doing some research soon on if Roman Polanski should be canceled and if this movie needs to be taken out of my top 10, not only my top 10, but it is my favorite horror movie of all time. That's a topic for another day. But Rosemary's Baby is the most classic witch occult movie that I really go to. The book is really, really well written. Acting is phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Next one I'm going to recommend is The Lords of Salem. I know Rob Zombie gets a lot of hate in the horror community or love. (laughs) Or you might be right in the middle. I'm not sure. I personally love him. Um, But Lords of Salem is a little bit outside of what Rob Zombie typically does. And that's why I loved this movie. Even Sherry Moon was really good in it. It's subtle. uh, It's slow burn for sure. But it's really good. The visuals in it are stunning as are all of his movies visually aesthetically pleasing. And then the other movie I'm going to recommend is a Canadian film called Anything for Jackson. This movie is so strong and I don't even know really what to say about it. I don't really want to say anything about it because I just think you need to watch this movie if you haven't already. Plus, I teamed up with She Needs a Priest and we did a interview podcast episode with the writer Keith Cooper on this. Go back and listen to it. It was so fun to do. And this movie is just, it's, it was one of my favorite movies that came out uh, last year. So I highly, highly recommend it. Then this takes us to Supernatural Power. I'm just going to say two movies and I don't even need to tell you why because they're just both fucking great. Candyman from 2021. You could do the original as well. I love the original, but the new one really, really amps it up and takes it to a level that is so satisfying to watch. And the other supernatural power movie that I recommend is The Babadook. Mic drop. It's just, that's all I need to say is The Babadook. We are moving on to the monster category. This category was the hardest one for me because... They are not my go-to. I don't watch tons of monster horror movies. It's just not my preference. So I really had to kind of dive deep into my, you know, internal memory of what I've watched. And then I I had to go looking up some recommended ones because um, 
even though I've seen most of the films that I put on this list, I had to remember them because, again, they're not in the forefront of my brain. So we've got zombies and two types of zombies. You've got your undead and you've got your viral. So the undead, I have three horror movie recommendations. Number one, Train to Busan. This is the best zombie horror movie of all time, in my opinion. Just kind of beat out 28 Days Later, which is so good. Uh, So Train to Busan. Watch it. You'll love it. You will not regret this. High action from beginning to end. Number two, Pontypool. I believe this is a Canadian film as well. Bit of a slow burn. Very satisfying. And I loved the, the take that they did on their zombies. And then the third one that I threw in, which isn't as strong, but it's so much fun. It's The Crazies from 2010. Watch it. You will really enjoy this if you're a horror or a zombie or non-zombie horror fan, I promise. Then you've got the viral zombies. 28 Days Later, of course. (laughs) If you haven't watched it, why? Why? Um, And then I've got two other viral ones that I will recommend. I Am Legend. I didn't quite know what category to put this in because are they undead? Are they vampires? Are they zombies? I don't really know. So I put them into viral because, well, a virus is part of the story. So I Am Legend. Really great, fun, solid. I've watched this so many times and it's also maybe in the action category. And this third movie I put on is The Sadness. Um, I didn't love it as much as some people but I put it on there because people love this movie I found parts of it a bit cheesy but the story itself was a bit stronger so I enjoyed that and it was it kind of came out at a time where um, more extreme gore and horror had been lacking a little bit so this also could be put into the extreme category Um, next subcategory of monster is vampires. Vampires do not really inspire me very much, but of course they're on the list. So within the realm of vampire films, I recommend Let the Right One In. Either version is, they're both very, very good movies. Kid Vampire, uh, yeah. (laughs) And then a foreign to me movie called Thirst. It's dark, it's gory, it's good. So let let the right one in or let me in or thirst. Uh, the next category, which is a newer category for me because I did not watch this movie until really recently, werewolves. An American werewolf in London is such an amazing movie. I'm embarrassed as a horror fan to not have watched this until re- really recently. So you're probably watching this going, well, y- yeah, of course it's good. <laughs> But it is really good. (laughs) Um, Two other werewolf ones I would highly recommend. Ginger Snaps, Canadian film about two girls, two young girls. It's really fun. It's from the 90s. If you're within my age category, you're going to watch this. Be like, oh yeah, I remember dressing like that. I remember going to parties like that. I remember talking that way. It's fun. It's good. The acting in it is really, really good. And the writing was great. So Ginger Snaps. And the third one that I recommend that I've not actually watched in a long time, 
So don't hate me if it's terrible and I'm remembering it incorrectly because I watch so many. Called Brotherhood of the Wolf. Different version of a werewolf movie than I, than I stereotypically remember. And I really enjoyed it. So add that to the list. We've got another subgenre of monster and that is classical or mythological. Bram Stoker's Dracula. How is that not in the category? You know, I at first had actually put this in the vampire category because it fits both, but how classic is Dracula? Come on now. Um, it's great. Visuals are good. It's just good. And the other mythological movie I chose was Sinister. This movie was so fun, entertaining, scary, dark. Highly recommend it. So if you haven't watched Sinister, please do. But the first one, the second one is not very good. And then you've got your giant monsters. This one, I don't really go to giant monsters. So you've got your King Kongs, your Godzillas, aliens, all that. But I chose three giant monster movies that I have watched that I thoroughly enjoyed. A Quiet Place. This movie gets a lot of hate on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was excited about it. It kept me entertained and the writing was fine and the acting was fine. So there was nothing terrible about this movie. Um, But it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, right? It was good. It's a really great, solid movie. Bird Box. People seem to hate this movie as well. I really enjoyed it, regardless that Sandra Bullock was in it. I thought it was done very well. Very effective. I felt creeped out by this film. Highly recommend it. And then the third one is Antlers. This is a quieter movie. It's a little bit more recent. And the the monster, whatever it is, isn't giant per se. But I put this into the category because I really wanted this on my list. The aesthetic in this movie is beautiful. So please watch Antlers. We're going on to the last category, gore. Ironic that this is my least watched category. I'm aware of the irony. My name is Anya Gore. So I've seen some of these. I've not seen all of them. And I am not going to recommend them to you to watch unless you can handle extreme horror and extreme gore. Okay? That's the warning I'm going to put out there. So we've got four subgenres of gore. You've got torture, splatter, cannibal, and extreme. Extreme and Cannibal, I have not watched any of the movies recommended. I attempted to watch one, could not handle it. So just putting that out there. Okay, Torture. I've got three movies on this list. I've seen all of them. I will never see any of them again, ever. But the first Torture movie that I'm going to recommend is Martyrs, the French film from 2008. It is beautiful. It is the acting and the writing and it is so next level, but it is probably by far the most difficult movie I've ever watched and I have never been able to unsee some of those scenes. So high warning for anybody going into it watching this. The remake was a lot less severe, um, but just not as good. The second film for torture is The Human Centipede. I'm not going to say much about it. It's fucking gross and it's torture, but it's a cool idea. It's very different. 
Uh, the third is the last house on the left. I never saw the original, so I didn't put the original in here. I saw the 2009 movie in the theater, and I recall standing up and saying, no, what are you doing? No, no, so many times. Hard to watch, very hard to watch, and I will never watch it again. But if you enjoy watching torture, you will that torture button will be clicked by watching this. We've got Splatter. I'm going to recommend two movies I've seen both, and I love them. I recommend Maniac. I haven't seen the one with Elijah Wood yet. I recommend Maniac. I haven't seen the one with Elijah Wood yet. Uh, hard to find. But I watched the original. Splatter, 100%. This will absolutely fit your splatter horror needs. And Terrifier. Oh, I love this movie. I know not everyone loves loves this movie. But it was really fun, really enjoyable. And it definitely hits the, the gore splatter zone. Trust me on that one. Then we've got Cannibal. I have three movies on this. I'm going to start with the first one that I actually enjoyed and recommend. It's called Fresh. It feels a little bit more like a drama when you're watching it, but it's a cannibal horror movie. It's enjoyable, and it's not crazy hard to watch. It's difficult, but not crazy hard to watch. Then you've got The Green Inferno. Eli Roth absolutely nailed extreme gore in this one. I could not make it through. So this is his love letter to Cannibal Holocaust. So if you like cannibal movies, Green Inferno will hit that mark. And then the movie Raw, which I haven't actually seen. I don't want to. <laughs> I've heard. I Let me rephrase that. I want to, but I don't think I have the stomach for it. But it's supposed to just be amazing and flawless and extreme. The acting is supposed to be really good in it and the writing is supposed to be really good. So put that on your list. And then the last gross extreme category for gore is just extremes and the ones on this list are not ones that I have seen again not ones I'm going to tell you to watch unless you're into extreme so we've got a Serbian film won't watch it gosh this is probably going to make people really interested in watching it isn't it then we've got cannibal holocaust we've got any of the I spit on your graves 120 days of Sodom and then the one extreme movie that I have on this list that I have watched, Eden Lake. It's but harder to watch. I, I watched this one because I was curious about it, and it is extreme. Um, it could also be in the torture category. But I put it in extreme because it, it, it definitely made me feel very uncomfortable at the end. So that's my long list. If you are watching this on YouTube or listening to this episode and you would like the list, Shoot me a DM. Let me know if you've seen anything on this list or if there's anything where you vehemently disagree with me. I like the dialogue, folks. So enjoy and let me know if there's anything else you want to know about horror.